RPGs, role-playing games. Those are the kind of games that I've been playing so much recently. It's so fun. And more often than not, I find myself playing more of MMO RPGs. Now those are the kinds that you play with other players. You know, squad up with three other people, seven. Some games allow maybe what, 30? And then you battle a common objective, you support each other and all that. That's the kind of game I like. And sometimes, for me when I was younger, I used to play mostly alone. I didn't have the sort of energy, so to speak, to play constantly with a group and always speak to them, you know, keep the conversation going throughout the many, many hours I used to play. So MMO was a good way of kind of rotating people, you know, when you want to speak to different people on the time. So you don't run out of topics, maybe. Maybe you want to learn more about different people from different, you know, places. MMO is a good way to do that. Now, for RPGs, I've been playing, well, three games in particular now. My first and foremost would be Monster Hunter. Secondly, The Division. And third, The Witcher. Now, let's start from the bottom up. Witcher 3, I'm sure a lot of the gamers currently know quite a bit about it. It earned Game of the Year one year, I remember, and it was a masterpiece. For its time, it was released maybe five years ago, six, a little bit ago. But the graphics, oh, the graphics were so, so crisp. Well, The Witcher puts you in this kind of medieval-ish, olden times, like a forest, foresty area with cottages, huts, and all that. Um, you know, olden, I guess, buildings and all that. I can't really say much about that. But the way they present it, the color, the lighting, it makes it all so beautiful. I got lost for hours, just kind of wandering around, not doing objectives, not really containing the mission or anything, but just walk around, stare at the trees, look at the sun, the moon, whatever may come about. The basis of the game is that you go around killing, well, monsters. You play as a sort of hunter in a sense, where you go around hunting beasts for the villagers around you. Sort of like a mercenary. They pay you, you haggle the price, you know, you try to get a little bit up, maybe 50 gold, I'll give me a bit more, I'll hunt this monster for you. Pretty fun, and I'll give you a recommendation because you can get lost in it for so many hours, and it's a single player one. The Division. Now, this game taught me that people of all ages can play games. And I'm talking about all the way till past retirement age, honestly. Now, when I play The Division, Division 2 in particular, it's a shooting game, RPG, a third-person shooter where you take control of a certain number of agents and you go save the world, you know, usual stuff. But what caught me was the community. Now, my best friend, when I was 18 to 19 years old, 
my best friend in Division 2 was someone that was 64 years old. And the group I was playing with, their age ranged from, I'd say, 55 to about 64. It was a very interesting experience. And mind you, they were not any slower than any other player I've met. They knew the stuff. They have a wealth of experience. They knew the corners, they knew everything there was to know about the game. And when you meet people like this, you have fun. Because they are the people that kind of finish off what they needed to do in life. They're just relaxing, retired, their grandparents to a child or whatever not. They're relaxed and the mood they put you in you feel like everything's okay. You know, just chatting about random stuff, very light stuff, not work, not, you know, school, just kind of, hey, how are the dogs doing? How's the wife? How's the family? Right? Really chill stuff. And I played with them for maybe two years and they just accepted me like part of the family really quickly. So that is one thing I wanted to add about these kind of games the community you play in, if you find the right one, it's gonna be as good as any other group you make out there. Being online, being friends with someone online, does not take anything away from it. It does not, you know, lessen the friendship that you can have with that person. Even more so with a family. And number one, my top favorite game right now, Monster Hunter. Now I've been playing two versions. Monster Hunter World and Mon Monster Hunter Rise. Rise would be the latest one, I guess. Yeah. Now I got into it because I was thinking, you know, let's try a new game. Let's try something that's out of my reach, right? And this is why I recommend the game for most of you as well. It's a fun twist. It's both halves. You want to get to know how to game in an easy way and you get the hard side of getting beaten down in a game. Now, Monster Hunter Rise, as the name implies, basically means that you are playing as a, mon a hunter sorry, that goes around killing monsters and the story dictates that they have monsters that are terrorizing the farms, the lands, the people, the nation, all that stuff. And you have to go and kill them. But, what did they give you to kill him? Now, Monster Hunter World has uh, a good range of weapons. Uh, one for any kind. You like a slow, steady style, where you slowly make your way up to the monster and swing for a big hit. Or, do you want something that's fast-paced, sticky? You stick to the monster wherever it runs, and trust you, trust me, the monsters will run about. Do you want something that can stick onto them? Do you want a support class? All that kind of stuff Monster Hunter has and more. So, why I say it's a good starter is because it's a pretty simple task for most beginner gamers. You see a monster, you run after it, and you smack it. That's it, right? In essence, that's it. You take your weapon and you beat up the monster with it. Sometimes you have three friends with you, all smashing on the monster. That's fine. You know, that's the game. You gotta just enjoy it, get with it, look for the next monster to hunt, go on and go on. But what I love about it is what came after. Now, as I came in, I was skeptical. 
I was very, very skeptical. I'm not a person that can try new games. I played FPS, first-person shooters. I played rhythm, game, rhythm games. I competed in both of them. So when it came to this RPG set setting, I wasn't sure what to expect. So I went at it. My friends taught me how to play. I got knocked around a bunch of times, right? Died, usual stuff. But eventually I got better, slowly got better, and it comes to practice. The monster's moves are mostly the same across each hunt, so, well, at least not, I mean, across the same monster's hunt. So, once you get used to the monster, you just kind of get used to dodging its attacks. That's fine. But later on, when the monsters get a little bit trickier, they up the level for you. You start off as low rank, fighting the basic monsters, not so much of a threat, and personally, they don't look that cool either, honestly. Right? There's a Kuloyaku. Uh, ostrich bird looking weird monster that kind of picks up a rock and throws, throws it at you. Kind of weird, not gonna lie. But later on, when you up, up your rank, you level up, uh, you get better gear and all that, that's when the game starts to test you. It gives you enough time to get used to it. It gives you plenty of time to get used to the basics of the game. Then, once you rank up to high rank or master rank, there's a sudden switch in events. Now, previously you were facing birds that threw rocks at you, giant dogs that slashed at you, pounced at you, you know, normal stuff. Then when you go over to the high rankings, oh boy, suddenly you're in a thunderstorm, you're in a hurricane, there's a dragon trying to rip your head off, all that kind of stuff. And if I'm being honest, when I first started out these specific quests, it was painful. I didn't want to continue playing, honestly. I kept dying over and over again without knowing what's wrong, honestly. But after a certain point, you kind of get sucked into how methodical it is. You kind of get sucked into how much you have to plan into a game that looks so simple on the outside. There's poison, there's ailments, right? So these are things like status effects. They basically you can poison them, you can stun them, you can paralyze them. Well, they call it paralyzed, but it's more like a electric shock. Now, suddenly from going to a caref from a carefree, hit them whenever you want, now you have to time them. You have to time these ailments without overlapping them, so to speak. Because when one ailment occurs when a one is already present, then it overrules it, it cancels it out. You're going to waste the 10 minutes you spent trying to build up the ailment. Eventually, I got really into, without even knowing it honestly, I got really into it. I went 500 levels without actually realizing I've played it alone. The game has many things to do after that point. You have decorations, which are sort of little special augmented gems that you can fit into your armor to get your also perfect build. There are weapon upgrades within weapon, weapon upgrades. Armor upgrades where you can mix and match whatever the hell you want. And if you're not happy with how your base armor looks, well, let's say you found your perfect combination. Let's say you found five different pieces somehow, some way, and you put them together and it works really well for you. 
with all the skills, all the perks and all that. But it looks like shit to you. Maybe it looks like shit. Who knows? Then they add in layered armor. Now I know it's another grind altogether to get these armor pieces, but you get to overlay your character into how exactly you want it to look. Which pieces you want in. And one of my favorite parts about the game, palicos. Now for those out there, palicos are small cats. Now, it might be funny bringing a pet or a cat, cat into a monster hunting game, but these are really helpful little creatures. They're really, really cute as well. I named mine Maubi after the cat at the void deck I take care of a lot. Maubi. And Maubi helps me on all my journeys as well. He helps you stun, or rather it helps you stun. It helps you catch monsters, it helps you, you know, gather materials and all that. And all the while, it sounds really cute. So, eventually, when I got to the end, I realized I was 900 levels in. <laughs> they even know, did not realize. And a lot of times I met a lot of different type of people. People from different countries, people with different playstyles. You can really be your own person in there. A lot of RPGs force you to play a certain kind of playstyle to get your optimal damage or play this weapon to get the best chances against this monster but not Monster Hunter. You can play whatever the hell you want and if you're good at it, you win. Hence, no questions asked. There's no specific boots you have to fill or anything like that and that's what I love about the game. And this game is for all people of every age as well. So I hope you try it out. Well, that's about it for me. Uh, I'm gonna go back and play some more until later on again. So if you're on, let me know. I'll catch you all there. See you next time, guys.